Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 107. Hey, I'm about to kick off this episode here, but I just wanted to pre-warn you, for those of you who have been watching the show live stream every Thursday night, we've been going live on more and more platforms this year as just part of my goals to spread the love a little bit and get to more spots. So we've been doing different live stream platforms that get us out to multi-streams. So they send us out to Facebook and Twitch and YouTube and all these places. Well, this episode didn't go great in that experiment. So you're going to hear some glitches in the audio, unfortunately, because it was recorded in a medium using one of these. I'm going to throw them right under the bus, StreamYard, which was pretty awesome up until this episode. And now I'm bailing from them and trying something new. So want to apologize for all the glitches throughout the episode. Still a really good episode and hope that you enjoy the content of it and the audio is not too bad, but not to my normal standard here. All right, I'm going to let you kick it off here, but this is an extremely important episode, so please listen. Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast, listening to 107. This is where we get to work, making work a passion, living creative full-time. So if you're new to the show, we interview creatives, entrepreneurs, small businesses. We go over mindset, creative business, and everything that goes into living a creative or alternate life on here. So thank you guys so much for listening. This is your host, Dave Swillam. I've said that a million times, but it's still, if it's ever not me, then that's probably bad because it's just me and it's my show. So uh, that would be a big problem, but uh, still here. And uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to the show, those that have been listening along so far. And thank you guys for, if you're popping in right now and you're doing that. Uh, Also want to give a quick shout out to Peter. I'm not going to say your last name just in case you don't want it, but Peter uh, hit me up on here after finding a episode by searching like a thing that he had going on with his life. He searched through the podcasting thing and found my podcast somehow from one episode that I put out and uh, shot me an email, started a conversation with me like on the first time that he heard that. So Peter, if you're out there, man, if you're listening to this one, thank you, Peter. Man, that meant a lot to me to uh, to hit me up and let me know about something up with you. And it was great conversation. Peter, Peter's got some things that were interesting. So I'm glad that you found value in that episode. Anyone out there that wants to hit me up, I've said it on a bunch of episodes on there, but at Dave Wake Up on pretty much any social, or if you look right in the show notes on this one, it's podcast platform, you can find my email, which is probably what Peter did. Hit me up. I will definitely answer you. On some on some platforms, I am slower than others to respond, but I will always respond if you hit me up on one of those, especially if you're telling me what you're up to in life, if you're working on something cool or not cool, or you're feeling some way, hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. On this episode, I will get into a couple different things here. For those that have been listening through, you kind of know the format that I like to do. I do like some 
interview style, a lot of interview style, where we have a full conversation with some type of creative or business owner out there and talk through things. And when during those episodes, I really like to focus on getting everything that I can out of that person. Might be their only time on the show. And I want to pull everything out of them. I want to get to know all the the story and, and, and share those things with you guys. So I'm really hyper-focused on that. And sometimes you'll see that you know, I super side tangent, I super go off on like other topics that we come up with together, which is part of the fun of it on those episodes. But for the most part, I'm really focused on the interview. On the short ones like today, this is a solo episode, I get to go more narrow and cover topics that are usually summed up from, you know, one-on-one conversations that I'm having on the daily with other creatives, entrepreneurs or musicians or something. And it's something that may have come up multiple times. I'm like, man, there's something more to this. Like a lot of people are talking about this, trying to figure this out. So I need to share the shit. Or it could be something that I've experienced in my own life that I hit. And I'm like, damn, I learned a lesson. A lot of this is talking to like five years ago, me. I'm trying to help five years ago, me to uh, figure his way through a little bit better from things that I can figure out. So that's what today is going to be. This is a topic that I have not done over a hundred episodes. And I would say that this is the number one issue in the way of creatives, entrepreneurs, musicians, anyone that is in that way. I think this is the number one issue and I haven't covered it in over a hundred episodes. And the reason being is because I deal with this myself. So I felt, we'll get into it. It's called imposter syndrome, which some of you have definitely heard and you're like, oh my God, I totally know what you're talking about. Some might not have, which uh, we're going to fix that. Suffering from that myself sometimes, just being like, I am not capable or I'm not going to be good enough to cover this topic. This is a really important, heavy topic that needs to be covered and I'm not going to do it justice. So I haven't, right? But uh, I think that the perspective will be helpful and and talking with so many people for the past couple of years in a way has been something that I think will still be really helpful for it. So I'm, I'm finally summing up the guts to, uh, to talk about it here for that reason. The second reason being is that if you're into any of the self-help or mindset stuff out there, you've probably heard about it. There's been a lot of people talking about it, which is really nice to see and, uh, really important to see. You know, I, I, I figured that, you know, you folks are obviously awesome enough that you're here listening to me. Whether you have or have not heard about it, I figured it was a topic that needs to be on the show and needs to be covered. And I was talking to some people recently that made me uh, need to be need to bring it on here. They said that I should. So here I am. So let's talk about it. Imposter syndrome. What is imposter syndrome? So I'm going to pull up the definition here. This definition is from the Harvard Business Review. So this is like a psychological mindset piece, but it just often is here in high performers or go-getters and things like that. So check it out. Imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high-achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments many question whether they are deserving of accolades. So that's the definition straight up for you of imposter syndrome. But I think when it comes to it, there's like a lot more that goes into it because it affects people differently. And definitely it says disproportionately affects high achievers. But I think that imposter syndrome is just absolutely everywhere and every people. And the reason why it's so sneaky 
is you might be doing things that could stem from other things, but they are actually coming from this feeling of imposter syndrome. They're, they're really sneaky things like as simple as procrastination or like not making a decision or not taking an action or not changing something that you don't like. There's a lot of things that you can do multiple, multiple different like symptoms or like traits of it that can all stem from this feeling of imposter syndrome that you don't really know because like procrastination is kind of normal. Like, you know, we all hate to do a certain thing or like, you know, a lot of these things can be like really normal things, but they stem up from this one thing here. So I want to talk about it a little bit, like just as an example. So past the definition as an example. Imposter syndrome, like really broadly, is like you don't feel comfortable saying that you can do a thing or are a thing, even though you can do the thing because you don't feel like you're good enough. And it's usually stemmed from judgment of other people that you are perceiving all of this. Like you build a universe inside your head that makes you feel this way, like you're undeserving or you're not that title and you're not capable of doing the thing, even if you're in it. And it's crazy because after interviewing people on the show for two years, after speaking with people in these communities, you will see this in A, people who are legit at the bottom and people legit at the top. You can, anyone who has nothing to everything, people are feeling this. You know, people that get from one spot to the next, all of a sudden they're feeling it to get to the next. Like it's, it's just there in all platforms of career of success or failure, like it's there and is there in any type of age. Like you have people that are really young feeling it already. And you have people that are old, you know, at the end of their life that are feeling it. So just know that it doesn't really matter what you're up to out there or how you feel, what stage you're at is because you definitely can and probably do experience imposter syndrome. It's something that is that common. And when I start like talking about it, more if it's something that you haven't been looking into, you're probably gonna be like, damn, I've, I've been definitely dealing with this shit. And so like, here's an example that I kind of came up with today to think about it. Uh, if you haven't heard of these definitions or whatever, say like you walk into like a retail store and you put on like, say like you don't even work there, right? And you put on one of their uniforms and start doing stuff. Like you're walking around like a, a store or something like that. You have the uniform on. People around you, like obviously, like for the most part, it would be really weird if they didn't catch you at some point. But at some point, someone's going to be like, yo, you actually aren't supposed to be here. You aren't employed by us. But like, say, say it was really hard for them to pick up. Say you have the uniform on, you like work there in the past or something. You like, you know what to do or something. With confidence, you can kind of get away with stuff for like a long time. Kind of a sidetrack. I remember I used to go in like theme parks and it'd say like the do not enter and like no trespassing spot. And, you know, I don't encourage people to do this, but I would just like go places to see if I could get away with it. Just like not anything like actually bad, but I would just like really confidently go into places and be like, let me see if I can just go in this place I'm not supposed to be at. If I feel like I act like I like work here, or like I'm supposed to be here. And like, you'd be ridiculously surprised where like I walked into buildings in Boston and just walked through offices and things like that. And no one has, no one will stop you. It's amazing. It's like really scary actually that you can just kind of do things if you look like you're supposed to be there. But back to my like example thing, say you're 
in a store, you put on this uniform, you work there in the past, you like, you know, the things to do to like, look like you're supposed to be there and you are going through stuff and just doing it right. Workers might come by you and think that that's normal and be like, Oh, it's a new person. Be like, yeah, the person's supposed to be here. Customers are going to be like, yeah, this person's supposed to be here. They have the uniform on. The only person that's going to be straight up freaking out is you most likely because you like know in your heart of hearts, you're not supposed to be there. So like everyone else is like, this is normal and you are that thing. And then you're inside and you're like, I'm not this thing. I don't deserve to have this retail, this shirt on that makes it. So I work here. I don't deserve to have this. I don't deserve to be thought of that way. And I'm not that person for you. And I can't do these things. That's like, obviously a very silly story and kind of ridiculous, but that was like the best way for me to explain like what happens when you're living, feeling imposter syndrome and not calling it like this thing. Cause it's not like I've lived my life and had these feelings or vibes or things like that. And said this word like, oh, it's just another case of imposter syndrome. It takes time for you to see why you're doing something. So like a good way to try to figure out, am I dealing with stuff like this is some of these symptoms. So say you're procrastinating something and you're like, I'm supposed to reach out to this person, but I'm not going to right now. Or I'm supposed to get this thing done, but I'm not going to get it out right now. Like from the creative standpoint, you have a project, like a one-on-one, like for me, I'm passing in a mix or I'm passing in a song or something. If you're procrastinating it, why are you doing that? Like, what is it that's making you procrastinate it? Is it because you don't think that you're going to deliver what you should be able to deliver to them? Or you don't think that what you're delivering is worthy enough to be that, right? Check out like lack of decision. Like you have two choices to make and you don't make any decision. You don't do anything from it. A lot of times that can be caused from it as well, where it's like, you don't feel like you're capable of making that decision because you're not qualified or something like that. It's like, these are the tricky things that pop up and they, they stop you from doing things. And so when it comes to imposter syndrome, it leaks out in a bunch of different ways into people's lives. So like, I'll use an example of some of the things that I do because it's easy for me to talk on. And that's like, I am an audio engineer and producer. I'm a musician. Uh, I'm a runner. I am a podcaster, you know what I mean? These are a bunch of things that I do and ways that imposter syndrome can come out is like, first of all, a really simple one. We were just talking to Angie Fallensby recently on a couple episodes ago saying, you know, the way that you address yourself and define yourself, you know, a lot of people that listen to the show, including myself, if you have a day job and are doing these creatives on the side are really hesitant to say that they are thing that they most associate with because they have a day job. Whereas the day job, if it doesn't define you, then you're not that thing. You're whatever you say that you are, that you most define with that means something to you and that defines you in some way for what you are. So for me, I just don't care about my day job. Like like I always tell people I do a good job there. I'm like a top performer. I work really hard, but I just don't care about it. I'm not passionate about it at all. And uh, that's because I am passionate about audio engineering and podcasting and running and these things that I I just talked about. And so when I'm introducing myself to people, I'm going to define myself by the things that I care about, not by just the thing that I think that people want to hear on it. And like when you're meeting someone, they're not expecting anything of you. Like they're not expecting you to tell them 
anything specifically. And like, you'll hear like on other episodes of the show where I talk about like how people can pass judgment. It's impossible not to have it. But like you, a lot of imposter syndrome is like, you don't think that you're supposed to be there and that people are perceiving this different thing than what's actually happening. So it's like, when you say the thing that you are, the person isn't expecting you to say whatever other thing that you feel like you're supposed to say, you say what you want to say. And a lot of imposter syndrome things that like debunk it are like, do you do that thing or not? And don't have to be the best at it. So the biggest thing that I've done and what I'll say about it, where I talked earlier about how it's in all age groups, it's in all levels of success. Most likely imposter syndrome will be in ways you. It'll probably come up and down in stages and it, it goes hand in hand with confidence. You know, it'll hit spots where all of a sudden you've grown a crazy amount and now you're kind of in like a new space or something, or you're in a new field, you have new people around you or like whatever it is that puts you there and you'll find it creeps right back in again, even if you didn't have it for like years or months or whatever, because all of a sudden uh, you're in like a different space now and you start judging yourself back again. So just be aware that if you kind of get over some of the things of it, it most likely will be back again. And so you just have to try to get quicker and better and, and just, yeah, better and better at realizing when it is disrupting you and then what things you can kind of do against it. So the first thing that you can do when you're recognizing some of these things is like one thought that helps me the most is basically like people will always be better than you and they will always be shittier than you. No matter how old you are or how long you've been in an industry or a creative or whatever it is that you're doing, you have to remember when you're judging yourself off of other people around you, success or accomplishments, things that are happening for them or with them or whatever the hell it is that you're paying attention to because you're envious of it or it matters to you or you want to do it, whatever it is, people are always going to be better than you at something and they will always be worse than you at something. So what that means is that there will always be people that look down on you and there will always be people that look up to you. So for whatever it is, so for me, whether it's running or podcasting or music or audio production, I am better than people at every one of those things. I am also worse than people at every one of those things. You know, I can be an audio engineer for a hundred years and there's going to be maybe some kid that's like 17 at that time that just fucking destroys me. Or I could be a runner for 20 years and be like, have the lowest heart rate. I like train the most hours. I'm so good at it. And some person is going to pass me in the, in, in the race. It's just when you compare yourself on those things and you feel that, you just have to realize that you deserve to be there because you are better than other people, but you don't have to go out of whack with it. You can stay humble and realize that you're not the only one there. You know, you're supposed to be there, but you're not the only one who deserves to be there. And no one really deserves to be there all the time. So when you're dealing with these things, when you're like, damn, this guy is so much better than me at audio engineering, just like destroying me. Or like this guy is so much better than me at guitar. I'm not, I'm not a guitarist. 
when you're saying that, it's like these, these, your mind attacking you where it's just like, you are the thing, you know? And like, you, you don't have to be unrealistic about things. Like I, I think those who have listened to the show uh, know that I'm pretty blunt and forward on my thoughts. I usually say what's on my mind, like pretty straight up. And sometimes it's not friendly and it's not, uh, you know, uh, an easy thing, but it's always real. And, you know, you don't have to be unrealistic about what it is and be like, hey, I'm the best at this thing all the time. I'm the best guitarist. I'm the best runner. I'm the best audio engineer. That's a great thing that if, if you're humble, it's a great thing that you don't feel like you're the best at those things. But you also have to realize that you have the right to say that you are those things because imposter syndrome is like, I don't have the right to be like, it's like feeling like you're like, like that uniform thing, right? You're like, even people perceive me this way. Like I don't have the right to be here. And it's like, you do have the right to be here. I promise you, whoever you are listening to the show, you do something that is better than some people and you do things that are worse than some people, but you have the right to be where you're at. Like you, you, you absolutely are a resource to some people out there. And so just knowing that and having the right to be there, like, here's an example that happens. This happened recently. Like I talked to someone literally earlier today where I've been drumming for 15 years, right? So I've been drumming for a long time. I went to school for as my declared instrument. Like I'm decent at drumming. I say to people that I'm a drummer. I, I, this is an exact imposter syndrome thing that I've done before where I'm friends with a lot of musicians, obviously. So I won't say I'm a guitarist or a bassist or a pianist because I don't believe that I'm those things. But to some people I am because I can play those instruments. Right. So it's like, well, people will talk to you and they'll say, and, and, and you're saying what, what things you do. There are people out there that say that they can't play guitar. Like, you know, they, they know that I'm a musician at all. And I have people that really don't do a ton of music stuff, but they'll just straight up tell me like, oh yeah, you're a musician. Awesome. They'll talk to me about it. They'll be like, hey, I have a guitar. Yeah, I like to mess around with it, blah, blah, blah. But I don't play it. I don't play the guitar. You know, and they'll say like that. And then I'll be at a party or something. And they'll come up the campfire or they'll come up wherever. And they start playing the guitar and playing like cover songs. The guitar isn't out of key. The chords make sense with each other. They're playing a song. So guess what? You're playing the guitar, which makes you a guitarist at that point. So that's, that is imposter syndrome. You're like sitting there, you're like, uh, like obviously we're, we're, we can talk more into like not being able to take accolades, not being able to believe that you're responsible for things. That's like a next level imposter syndrome, but it starts with that feeling exactly where you're like, I am not this thing, but you are that thing. Because think about it, right? Maybe I'm better at that person in guitar, which I, th- would find unlikely by the way for people out there i would find that unlikely okay but (laughs) maybe i'm better at that person than guitar than someone who straight up has never played the guitar in their life when they see that person at the party they're like damn joe is good at guitar you know what i mean joe is a guitarist and they'll go tell their friends that like some other week to be like oh did you know that joe's a guitarist you know what i mean like you are that to them I am this to some people. I'm not that to other people. We build what we expect people would think of us into our head without listening or understanding perception on the outside. 
which is imposter syndrome. So let's talk about an example that a friend of mine gave, which was in business. One of my friends recently, we were just talking shop and she was talking about like, I didn't go to school for this thing. I haven't been in this industry for a long time. I don't know how I feel about, like, I'm not very confident when I talk about my pricing or I don't feel confident that I can offer pricing at the same price point as like the market or like average or something. And past that bottom line of there are people that are better than you and people are worse than you. So that's why you deserve to be exactly where you're at. That will always stay true. The other part is that you need to be able to, if, if you have results that are good and they're perceived as good by other people that aren't you, so it's outside feedback, that's even more powerful. Talk about that all the time in the show. If you do something good, then no one gives a fuck how you learn to do it. No one, no one will ever ask you that. Like some, some weird people will ask you about like, some things, but it's like, if I deliver like the best mix to someone they've ever heard in their life, or I write the best song ever, no one out there is asking me if I went to school for it, or if I've worked in that in the past, or how many years I've done this, or, you know, no one, no one asks you how you're qualified for something. They do, they do ask when hiring things like for testimonial, or they ask like, what projects have you done? That's a different story. You know, if you, if you straight up haven't done anything, then obviously there's nothing to show to validate that on the outside. But if the product is good, then you're good. Like it's that simple. If the product is good, then you, then you're good. If you make a product that competes with all the people in that market at that price range, then you deserve the price range. It doesn't matter what experience you have. It doesn't matter, you know, how you got to be that good. Maybe you just like are amazing at shit like that and you like picked it up and fucking yesterday and you're amazing at that thing you deserve money for it or you deserve to be hired for it or you deserve it you deserve to be there you know you're the expert at that thing because it's good and so that you know that's its own thing we're like say we're talking about that maybe you need to build your way into feeling that way so that you feel that you can work at but a way to do that, like we've talked about this on the show before in a couple different episodes. I had one like do things for free. I had another episode talking about, you know, like starting out. Maybe I, I, I haven't done that one yet, but it's like, say you feel that way. Maybe you're entering as, you know, you're entering into a new business from your creative and you're not as confident on it. You're like, Hey, I don't deserve to be here. I shouldn't be in this place or I shouldn't be getting this money. Maybe. If you've never done, say you don't have that backlog of projects to show what it is that you do, then do some things for free and just do what you do. Do things for free, make a portfolio, and then do things for a little bit of money, even if it's like low cost. Do things for cheap and then raise your prices. And then at some point, people aren't going to pay for the thing that you do. But you know that's just a strategy to gain the confidence to get out of that world. But at the end of the day, if you're representing things that you can bring to the table properly through like a website and, and different social and means like that. And you are that good and can ethically deliver the result for someone that they would hire to do it. Then you can charge what you need to charge for it and you deserve to be there. So that's just an example that someone had for me recently. And so let's just talk about a little bit further into it. And that's when we're talking about 
you know, this piece that the definition said of it's disproportional against high achievers where there's this concept of the mountaintop thing where like you think you're, you know, it's just like, this is how it's, this is how it's cyclical for high achievers is that you are constantly going to get better. You know, high achievers always work to get better. They will always make something better and they will always make themselves better. And that's incredible. If you're like that, that's incredible. But if you are like that, then you are like me and that causes this issue frequently. And that's why imposter syndrome, that's why this is an incredibly important topic. High achievers are disproportionately affected by imposter syndrome is because you are always going to try to be better. Always. Right? So that means the thing that you're making in real time is now often not good enough for you right when it's created, which is absurd, which is lightning fast. And it's so much faster than you deserve for working that hard. So like, let's, this is, this is the reason why with a lot of artists, I like to make sure that the project is quick when we're working with a project in studio, because musicians and artists, they get better too. So like if the, if the album length cycle for creating it is too long, like someone has a baby during it, or someone has a life event and just disappear for like, and, and it's not finished forever and they refinish it. What happens is the feedback usually takes forever and they want to change out a bunch of stuff because they've gotten like exponentially better since they recorded it. Right. Like how many artists out there when they're working, you know, they're playing their show, they like won't play their oldies because like they don't feel like it's as good as their new stuff. And no artists feel like it's their, their old stuff's as good as their new stuff. And it's like because you constantly get better. And so high achievers get disproportionately affected by imposter syndrome because they improve. And it's like this concept of like, if you climb a mountain, you can then really see how big the other mountains are around you. So like, say you climb a mountain in a mountain range, when you're looking like at the mountains from far away, you can still see which ones are like bigger, but like, it's almost at such a scale that you like don't understand it right really like not perspectively can't see it but when you climb a mountain and you're at the top of a mountain you can really see the other mountains up there that are like substantially or disproportionately bigger than what is around you at that point so you then are like damn like like you like if you're that overachiever out there you're like damn i wish i climbed that bigger mountain because i wanted to like flex on that so this feeling of like i don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve these accolades. They, the, a lot of the things that people say is like, it was all luck. That's a really common one, really common one to throw off saying that someone doesn't deserve the thing that they accomplished is like, Oh, I got really lucky. It was all luck. I, I don't know about you guys, but like, if you've been listening to this show, the amount of people that I have interviewed in detail of how they started something out, even when they made like incredible, amazing things, I don't think I've heard anyone on here say luck and then like not dug into it further and found out that it was like the luck that they say that they had is like they worked their ass off like unreal until they got somewhere or they hounded someone for an opportunity or they were never giving up when they were like fired or they sold everything that they had and like the luck thing, I just don't buy it at all, guys. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I believe that there's like a higher plan for us. Like, I, I believe like when 
I think I was talking to someone that hit me up on uh, about the show, someone from the community. And I just said that, uh, you know, I believe that there's a plan. Like I do, you know, believe that when things go down, like good or bad, like there's something that's supposed to happen. There's some reason why we do the things. Like I believe in that. I don't believe in luck though. I don't. I think that luck is created and it's a manufactured thing and luck is often created. So there's no, like, like I, I will not disprove and say like, there's, there is a thing about like, when we say that like luck can't exist, that like that one night someone was at a bar and then like that other person just happened to be there in New York when you live across the country and then you reconnected at this time after 15 years, like those situations. Okay. That's a little lucky. It's kind of absurd when those things happen, but that's, but, but in general, when someone says I achieve this thing out of luck, they're like, that is imposter syndrome. They're discounting how something happened, right? Or they're saying, I don't deserve this award or this shouldn't be good. You know, this shouldn't be uh, the thing or I, I shouldn't be here teaching this or doing that. And I think that that is the reason why high achievers feel imposter syndrome disproportionately is because they're constantly trying to get better. And oftentimes they have that headspace where they're just constantly after something in some way. And when you're doing that, it's like, I, I talked with, uh, I think it might've been Mike Durkee from Durkee's Delights about it, where it's like, sometimes you need to take a moment and look back. and an exercise that like I'll often do, like when I'm freaking out, my wife like almost makes me do this or like, I don't know if I do it cause I know that it helps me or something, but like I list out the things that I did in a week, a month or a year. Like I say them out loud or if you write them down or something like that. If you are an overachiever, or you're like really at it, really passionate about it. And you feel like you're not getting anything done or you feel like you're not accomplished and you're not getting shit done because you're judging yourself comparatively to other people that are in total different lives and circumstances. So it's not realistic, right? But you do it. We all do it. List out and say the shit that you've been doing because you've probably been doing a lot. Like, like list out what you have been doing in the past year. And I promise that you deserve to be where you've been at. And I promise that you didn't just get lucky to be there, that you created luck. So I hope that this episode was helpful for people out there. Hope that this wasn't too redundant when we're looking at imposter syndrome because I know that it's covered out there. But once again, you know, just to restate what I said at the beginning of the episode is that I know that it's still around because I'm talking to people now after two years of podcasting and I'm still hearing it. I know that it's something that I've dealt with and I have to get over every once in a while. And uh, I hope that this is helpful for you, whether you are dealing with it right now and are aware of it, or like maybe hopefully this episode, if you were dealing with it, was like, holy shit, like I shouldn't think that way. Like I do deserve to be here. I just want to say, first of all, thank you guys for listening to my show and being a part of this. Thank you, everyone that's hit me up on Instagram. I'm going to hit some of you back up after the show and anyone out there that has emailed me or contact me like Peter. That's pretty awesome. But uh, just know that whatever creative or art or business or whatever it is that you're doing, you deserve to be there. And the reason you deserve to be there is because there are people that are shittier than you, 
at that thing. And there are people that are better than you at that thing, but you deserve to be where you're at because you can help people that are shittier than it and learn from people that are better at it than you, but you deserve to be where you're at. If you have a business based off of your creative, you deserve to charge money for it because if you're in that position, people are probably coming to you and they're asking questions or they want to have you come do things or they're asking you to do it or you're doing it around anyway. Like there's a reason for you to be doing the thing that you are doing. You deserve it and you should be doing that thing. Don't procrastinate or not make a decision or not take an action because you don't think that you're supposed to be doing the thing that you absolutely fucking believe and feel that you are supposed to do. So hopefully this episode was awesome and helpful that way. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're just tuning in, this will be out as a podcast on Tuesday. If you want to catch the full thing and hear 35 minutes of me meandering on, then you can do that. Thank God bless you. (laughs) If you want to hang out live with me on here and you don't always, we're live every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Instagram and on Facebook and on YouTube at Dave Wake Up. If you want to hit me up, then hit me up at Dave Wake Up on the email, on the show notes, wakingupfromwork.com. Just let me know what you're up to out there. And let me know, have you ever felt imposter syndrome? If you have, how did you recognize it? How did you get over it? Or how are you dealing with it? And why do you think, like when you go into it, why do you think that you felt that? So let me know. I'm interested to know. I'd love to compile some of this. I won't share it with people if you uh, don't want to share it that way. I don't, I don't do that. But I like to like, hear people's stories and kind of get a, get a vibe out there. So thank you guys. Have an awesome night. And you fucking deserve to be there where you're at right now. Go do something with it. <laughs>